The winter meetings are here, and the Cardinals continue to be mentioned among the teams that are keeping an eye on the Dylan C situation in Chicago. Is this really a move that the Cardinals could pull off, or are we just getting our hopes up for nothing? Let's talk about it today on Locked On Cardinals. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily St. Louis Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Cardinals fans. I'm J.D. Hafford, and I'm a national radio sports anchor, born and raised in the Lou and a lifetime Cardinals fan, and I'm your host for Locked On Cardinals, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You can follow me on uh, Twitter X at J.D. Sports Radio. You can follow the podcast at LO underscore Cardinals. want to thank those of you who make Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcasts. On YouTube, yes, you can find us there if you haven't joined us uh, already. Like, subscribe, comment when you stop by, interact with us. Make sure you get into those comment sections down below. Get involved with the discussion, anything and everything. Cardinals, hit the notification button so you know when new episodes are posted. This is a show serving Cardinal Nation and giving the best fans in baseball all of the info about the birds on the bat. Today's episode brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more right now. New customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 Moneyline bet. That's 150 bucks if your team wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. All right. So uh, we're back at it. December the 4th. Uh, kind of a wild weekend for me. I had uh, multiple jobs going on. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to put out a new episode on Friday. But hey, winter meetings are here. They begin today. And there are multiple storylines that uh, are going on that are continuing to get a lot of attention for obvious reasons. Uh, where is Shohei Otani going? Clearly, the, the number one story at the winter meetings. Uh, Juan Soto trade talks. That's obviously a big deal as well. Cody Bellinger. Haven't heard much about what's going on with Cody Bellinger recently. Is he going to stay in Chicago? Is he going somewhere else? Uh, the pitching market. You've still got Cy Young winner Blake Snell available. You've got Jordan Montgomery still out there. Uh, the Yamamoto saga uh, is going to continue as he comes over to visit the United States and meet with teams to discuss what his future is going to be. And then there's, you know, your normal trade talk uh, deals that can and obviously will be made at some point. We had a trade made uh, late last night on Sunday. Uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later between the Braves and the Mariners. Um, the trade market is where the Cardinals are probably going to make their next move if they make one. This is the spot where Cardinal fans are more interested right now. Uh, I know they need bullpen help. That, that I think, is the top thing on their list at the moment. And I think they'll get to that at some point. But if you were to ask a Cardinals fan at this point, should they try to make, uh, like, what move would make them, like, a legit contender right now? If they were to go out and make a move, a realistic move, not sign Shohei Otani, but to make a realistic move, what what would be that move that would make them a, an instant playoff contender, World Series contender type of team? Uh, the answer is probably not going to be sign Josh Hader or Craig Kimbrell. The answer is likely going to be go out and make a trade for another starter, make it a number one guy, especially those of you who feel like that Sonny Gray isn't the number one guy or shouldn't be a number one guy on his staff, which is wild to me <laughs> if you've seen the guy's numbers anyway uh but the answer is likely going to be go get dylan cease from the chicago white Sox. That, that seems to be the 
number one target for most fans. It's the guy I want them to get. If they were to make a trade for any of these guys that have been rumored to get moved, Dylan Cease is the guy that I feel is the safest bet, offers the um, the, the the best what with player control and stuff. Like you get him for a couple of years, it's not a one and done type of thing. Um, I feel like his stock down a little bit because of last year. So uh, I think he does bounce back. I think he's got great stuff. Um, for all accounts, he is one of the biggest starting pitching trade targets on the market right now, if not the biggest, to be honest. Uh, we've heard the Brewers talking about Corbin Burns and ESPN's Jeff Passan has reported that the Brewers have engaged teams in recent days uh, about the 2021 Cy Young Award winner. Uh, MLB Network's John Morosi said the Dodgers, Giants, Padres, and Angels are teams that need pitching and are enamored uh, with Burns to varying degrees. But as far as the Cardinals are concerned, the reason Cease is a better option instead of Burns is quite simple. The Brewers are not going to ship <laughs> Corbin Burns in the division to the Cardinals. It's just probably not going to happen unless you're giving them Jordan Walker or something like that. So, And that's not going to happen. So, uh, Plus, Burns is a little bit older than Cease and will be a free agent after the season, while Cease, as I mentioned, two years of control, which makes him that much more attractive. Um, I've said all along that the guys that have been rumored to be available via trade this offseason, Cease, has been my number one target for the Cardinals. He just makes the most sense to me, but he's also a target for a lot of other teams who are, are interested in grabbing him because of all the same reasons. Uh, the competition to get him is going to be pretty fierce. So if we go look at you know the rumors floating around the, the interweb, as I like to call it, about uh, him, we see that there are a bunch of teams mentioned that would love to have him on their roster for next season and uh, for the following year. Ken Rosenthal from The Athletics said this about him just the other day. New White Sox general manager Chris Getz is telling clubs he likely will wait to move on right-hander Dylan Cease until after the top free agent starting pitcher sign. Getz could, get, could act sooner if he gets an offer to his liking, perhaps from a team like the Orioles or the Reds, who are expected to refrain from the top of the free agent market. But the advantage of waiting is obvious. The urgency of certain teams only will increase if they miss out on Yamamoto, Blake Snell, and company. Some clubs face such an acute shortage, they might be in on seas even if they sign a top free agent. The Dodgers, for example, need multiple starters. The Cardinals, sources say, remain interested in Cease even after signing Sonny Gray, Kyle Gibson, and Lance Lynn. It would be uncharacteristic of the Reds and Orioles to jump the market, and their appetite for Cease is unlikely to diminish if the White Sox wait. John Morosi, as mentioned, the Braves as being front runners. That, there, that's a lot of teams trying to one-up each other in a trade package to get the same guy. And the fact that the Cardinals are still being mentioned by someone as esteemed as Ken Rosenthal says to me that although, and I want you to be prepared for this, Cardinal fans, it's probably not likely that they get a deal done. The Cardinals are still monitoring ways to improve their overall roster. And just because they've signed three starters, it doesn't mean that if an opportunity reveals itself to grab someone like Cease at or for a package that they deem is okay, that they won't be afraid to pursue it. I uh, brought this up with Katie Wu in our last episode. Many experts out there uh, continue to say that, yeah, the, the Cardinals have done some nice things so far this offseason. They've made improvements to their rotation, but they believe that they're just one arm away from being like legit contenders to not only push for the NL Central Division Championship, but um, to, to be a contender for the ultimate goal, and that's to win a World Series. That's what we're in this for, right? 
and to ignore that, to just like say, well, we might be one arm away, but we're going to head in a different direction. It seems kind of silly, right? Especially when you've got names like Cease and Glass now and Bieber and others available to add. I feel like that would just be moronic that you just don't at least kick the tires and get involved with it. But you also, you don't want to tear apart the fabric of the team that you've built already to go get a starter only to have, you know, new holes on the roster to fill. You know, it's like that old thing where like, I feel like it was like a cartoon where you plug a hole and the water pops open another one and you just keep doing that over and over and you're plugging holes over and over and you never stop anything. So to that extent, I understand why if, if you know, the White Sox are asking too much that it's going to, you're going to have to go fix a bunch of other things now, then maybe it doesn't make a lot of sense. Uh, the Cardinals so far haven't had to part with anyone and have, at least in my opinion, upgraded the rotation quite well. Not everyone agrees with me. Some think that last year's opening day rotation is actually still better than what they have right now, and that's fine. I, I can see the argument for both sides, but we can't ignore those stats on Lance Lynn from last year. Some scary stuff in there, but I think he'll be better this year. I don't think he's going to get worse. Uh, Gibson is solid. Gray is outstanding. And then you have Michaelis and Mats. Michaelis, I would expect to be better again uh, another year without the shift, uh, another year with the pitch clock and uh, iron out whatever issues maybe he had. And then, uh, you know, Mats has had success with the Cardinals when he's actually on the mound pitching. Uh, if you can pull off a deal to land cease and make Mats your swing, man, uh, I mean, how much better do you feel about your rotation? I mean, picture that with cease and Gray at the top. Gibson, Michaelis, and Len, those are your five? I mean, come on. And the guy's been very, very durable, which is great about Cease, which is something the Cardinals have focused on when uh, adding to this rotation. They want guys that are going to be able to answer the bell every day. Well, I should say every fifth day if you're in the rotation. But you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're not missing a lot of starts, which seems to have been a problem for the Cardinals. They're always scrambling to find somebody to fill in when somebody gets hurt. They don't want to have to jump through hoops to pick up innings for injured guys this year, which is one of the reasons why I don't think a Tyler Glass now deal will happen just because they're like, well, he's good, but is he going to be around to pitch? Like, we don't want to pay a guy $25 million and trade assets to get a guy who may be available 20 games out of the year. I mean, how do you how do you trust that guy? So with the signings of Lynn Gibson and Gray already in place, the urgency to chase after another starter it's been diminished big time so in my eyes it's really about whether or not you're comfortable trying to get into the playoffs with the guys you've got or do you push the pedal down say this is your two-year window that you're building here to win a ring and you trade away guys like Tim Kentz, Alec Burleson, Gordon Graceffo, Chase Davis, Takoa Roby, etc. to land cease and see what happens you know one seems to be a more cardinal uh, way to do things than the other but if you believe that you are one piece away from winning a ring, how do you not go for it? How do you not do that? There is still the bullpen to think about as well, though. Obviously, they haven't fixed that yet. And uh, something has come to light recently concerning the Cleveland Guardians, where you might be able to swoop in and get a, not only a top starter, but a closer as well. Maybe you put a package together to get both. I'll get you the info on uh, that news coming up next on Locked on Cardinals. Score early this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. That's $150 if your team wins. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, no better time to do it right now. All of the action is going on, folks. You've got 
all the football. You've got the college football playoff coming up. So people are crazy upset about Florida State not getting in. But uh, you've got those games coming up. you got bowl games coming up. The NFL, obviously, in full swing. Um, hockey, blues, basketball, college, and pro. Uh, the app's very easy to use. You've got spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. My Packers. How about my Packers last night? Pulling off the upset. Go Pack Go. Knocking off the Chiefs, and I was able to make some money on that. I'm sorry if you're in St. Louis and you're a, a Chiefs fan. I'm a Packers fan. You know, I was a fan of them before uh, the Rams even showed up in St. Louis. So, um, all about the Packers. And I was actually able to make some money off that. Uh, I went with the player props last night. I had the Packers wide receiver, Jaden Reed, covering the three and a half receptions. And then I went with, because I know the Packers' run defense isn't great, I, I put some bets on Isaiah Pacheco, running back for the Chiefs. I had an anytime score on him. I had him rushing over 65 yards, and I made 50 bucks just like that uh, off a $10 bet. And you can mix and match your own player props to go with whatever you think is going to happen for tonight's game. Give it a try. Bengals at Jags tonight. Jags been on a roll. Bengals without Burrow. See what you can come up with. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Kick off the NFL season with FanDuel, the official partner of the NFL. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Again, thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen every day. Leave your comments on YouTube and on Twitter X anytime you want. Feedback always welcome and encouraged. Let's talk about the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, a team that many feel are probably ready to move on from a uh, former Cy Young Award winner, Shane Bieber, who will be a free agent after next season. Uh, I don't love going for Bieber because I'm not in love with what he offers right now. Uh, you know, the numbers have been on the decline. I don't like the trajectory of them over the last couple of years, but there are positives. He, he's still 28 and is apparently open to signing an extension with a team that does make a trade for him if it happens. But how about this, fans? What if you could address the rotation and the bullpen? What if you could do both in one deal? Because ESPN's Jeff Passan reports that the Guardians are open to trading 25-year-old right-hander Emmanuel Classe, whose five-year, $20 million contract runs through 2026 and includes a $10 million team option for 27 and 28. Classe, if you're not familiar with this guy, we put up a picture for you on, uh, on the old... YouTube there. There he is. Uh, Class A led the league in saves in 2022 with 42. Did it again last year with 44. But there always seems to be a but, obviously, these days. Class A did blow 12 saves in 2023. And he saw a strikeout rate decline from 28.4% to 21.2%. He features a 99-mile-an-hour cutter, 91-mile-an-hour slider. He's only 25. And since coming to Cleveland in 2021, he appeared in 223 games. He averages 74 per season, so he's been healthy, has a 1.97 ERA and a whip of .949, strikeouts per nine at nine even. That's pretty good. Just for fun, what if you could get both Bieber and Classe, which helps extend your rotation and get you the other arm to pair with Ryan Helsley at the back of the bullpen? Not a bad idea, right? If you could do it, you could pull it off, why would you? Yeah? So... 
Thomas Govain from RedbirdRants.com, who we love, obviously. Um, we've had him on the show before, talking about things. Uh, what was it that we talked about with him last time? I forget exactly what it was we were talking about with Thomas, but he's been on the show before, and he came up with three packages of uh, possible deals to make with the Guardians to get both Bieber and Classe, bring them over to St. Louis, which would help out a lot, right? It would help out a lot. You would get that other guy for the rotation. You would get another guy for the back end of your bullpen. A very good one, too, mind you. Not just some name, like one of the top closers in baseball. So let's have some fun with this. First off, the first deal he's got for us, he's got Guardians receive Alec Burleson, Matthew Libertor, Andre Palante, and catching prospect Leonardo Bernal. Cardinals get Bieber and Classe in return. Personally, and I like to look at these deals because as a Cardinals fan, you're on one side, you're like, yeah, look how much we're giving up. We're giving you this. And but I like the you got to flip it and you got to look at it through the eyes of what the other team sees the Cardinals players as. And I personally don't think this would be enough. Burleson and Libby are fine. They're fine. They're not great, but they're fine. But Palante was terrible last year. Um, I don't know how much faith you have in what he can do to turn things around as a Cardinal. You're like, oh, he'll be better. On the other side of things, you're like, oh, is he, is he going to be better? I don't know. And then there's Bernal, who is uh, a 19-year-old A-ball catcher. So um, great, but it's not somebody who's going to impact my team anytime soon, probably. So if I'm Cleveland, that's not going to do it for me in the slightest. Uh, package number two, Guardians receive Tyler O'Neill, Gordon Graceffo, and Ian Bedell. Now, the idea of, of Tyler O'Neill. The idea of Tyler O'Neill is is greater than the reality of Tyler O'Neill, right? You know, uh, you see him and you see the muscles and the speed, and you're like, "Wow, elite athlete." And I hate saying that it, it that he isn't living up to what he could be because I love some Bro Neal. He's one of the more exciting players that when he's on the field that you like to watch because he offers that elite power and the elite speed, and he's got the Gold Glove defense. But if you can't stay on the field, it doesn't matter. And after back-to-back seasons of injuries, the value for Tyler O'Neill is very low right now. It's bottomed out. And Graceffo dealt with injuries last year as well. Uh, was the top pitching prospect. Has been on this show before. Uh, we love Gordon. Uh, but again, I'm trying to look at this from Cleveland's side of things. Um, Ian Bedell... For everything I've told, I know he's an older prospect for where he's at because he was in Peoria this year and he's 24. So, but he could bump up pretty quick because he's 24. So, just because he stayed in A doesn't mean he couldn't make the jump to AAA this year. Um, people who talk about Ian Bedell and really follow the prospect, they love him. They think he's going to be really, really good. Uh, I believe this is a better option, a better package than the first one for Cleveland. Um, it just really depends on how they view Tyler O'Neill at this point um but from everything i've gathered most people are kind of down on them because can't get on the field all right number three the final package guardians receive dylan carlson and tink hence cardinals get bieber and uh class a now we're talking now we're talking okay if i'm the guardians i am certainly interested in what this package Offers. This is a good starting point if I'm Cleveland. Carlson's still 25. You've got control years remaining. If he gets healthy, could be an everyday player and very good one at that for you. Uh, an immediate starter in your outfield, right? Team Kent's top arm in the organization for the Cardinals. 
uh, bright future ahead of them. I think the Guardians would probably still ask for more than this, but that would be two names that I'd be like, all right, now we're now we're cooking. Uh, what if you tossed in like Alec Burleson with Carlson, and along with H- hence you gave up uh, Bernal, the the catching prospect, or you threw in another pitcher, say, uh, oh, what about Roberts though? What about that? What do you think about that? A lot of youth, a lot of potential. You know, you, you're giving them two major league players like who are ready to go and, and Carlson and Burleson plug into the lineup right now. And then you've got Hence, Robertsa, and uh, a Bernal, you know, which, you know, as catcher, you're, I think you feel pretty comfortable with where you are, where you don't need a 19-year-old catching prospect anymore. So uh, you could toss him in if it's somebody they're interested in. You know, I know the Cardinals are a bit, uh, they're a bit gun shy about trading top arms because of what happened with Alcantara and Gallon. But Class A is, here's what, here's what's great about it. Class A, you'd still have him under contract and he has been wonderful. A young, proven closer. And Bieber, although I'm not in love with him, is certainly a good enough starter that improves your rotation and maybe you can sign him to an extension if he bounces back and becomes more of the guy that we saw when he, you know, had his Cy Young award-winning year during uh, during the COVID year. I mean, you take Bieber over pretty much anyone else in this rotation besides Sonny Gray, right? <laughs> like, you would do that. So it's definitely an upgrade. But let me know your thoughts on these possibilities down below. Maybe mix and match, see what you could come up with, and uh, we could talk about it in another episode. So uh, let me know in the comments and on Twitter, X, and be sure to check out the whole article, which I have uh, linked to this particular episode. Uh, up next, we're going to wrap things up with the uh, latest chat. Latest, I should say chatter, not chat, but latest chatter, rumors, day one of the winter meetings, which started today, plus a late night trade on Sunday between the Braves and Mariners. Like it caught a lot of people like, whoa, off guard. We'll get into that next on Locked on Cardinals. Locked On has launched the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel on YouTube. Locked On Sports Today is here for you 24-7, covering the top sports stories of the day with the local experts of Locked On, plus our national shows covering every single league. Go to Locked On Sports Today on YouTube and subscribe to the first ever national sports 24-7 streaming channel. Uh, The Braves opened up the MLB winter meetings by completing a five-player trade with the Mariners late on Sunday night. The Braves get uh, outfielder Jared Kelnick left-handed pitcher and former Cardinal uh, prospect Marco Gonzalez and first baseman Evan White in exchange for right-handed pitchers Jackson Kowar and Cole Phillips. Now, Kelnick hasn't lived up to the hype that was surrounding him when he was selected sixth overall back in 2018 by the Mets. He was uh, a big piece of that trade along with a, a bunch of other guys, including Jay Bruce. I mean, I forgot that guy was part of that deal, but uh, they went to the Mariners in exchange for Robinson Cano and then Edwin Diaz, who we know, became uh continued i should because he was really good with the mariners before but continued to be one of the top closers in the league unfortunately got hurt at the wbc this year and didn't pitch but um kelnick 204 32 home runs 656 ops through the first 252 games of his big league career batted 253 with 11 dingers as a 746 ops and 416 plate appearances for the mariners this past season uh he was one of those guys who had a dumb injury uh, July 19th, kicked a water cooler in the dugout and broke his foot. You know, someday 
the teams are going to wise up and realize that players are going to punch and kick things in the dugout. They're going to have to set something up in the dugout for them to pound on. I, I don't know whether it's going to be a punching bag or just something soft that will not injure their players, but you can take all, all the beatings out on, on that particular thing, whatever it is you want to set up over there, and it won't cause any injuries. That's what they need, just a, a something a stress-punchable type of uh, device in the dugout there. But uh, the idea appears to be to have uh, Kelnick and Von Grissom play left field for the Braves next year. Uh, Gonzalez, whom the Cardinals took 19th overall back in 2013 out of Gonzaga and then traded him to the Mariners for Tyler O'Neill in 2017. Uh, 5.22 ERA last year while making just 10 starts. Uh, 31 years old now, dealt with forearm issues most of uh, this past season, underwent season-ending surgery in August to decompress a nerve in his forearm. If he's healthy... Could be a candidate for the fifth starting position for the Braves, who uh, seem to be able to find guys and just kind of like the Cardinals used to. Remember the Cardinals used to bring in guys, veterans, and be able to turn them around? Braves feel like uh, an organization that continues to be able to do that. So uh, maybe Marco uh, finds a, a second life in the league with uh, the Braves. Uh, the Braves have also reportedly joined the Otani sweepstakes, according to reports. Uh, Dodgers, Cubs, Giants, Blue Jays, and Angels are the other top names uh, mentioned. At getting Otani. Uh, reports are also saying that Otani has already received multiple bids north of the $500 million mark and that he could pick a team this week. Some people think that it's going to hit $600 million. Just crazy money for one guy who is coming off another arm surgery who likely won't pitch next year. And I know he's special and I know you can market the hell out of him, but my gosh, him and Trout didn't win anything with the Angels. And unless you're adding him to a squad that is already built to win, I don't know if it's the smartest move, which is psychotic sounding when you're talking about the Shohei Otani. But are the Cubs with an Otani just batting for them this year going to be a title contender? Dodgers makes a lot of sense. They're built. The Giants are not. Blue Jays? Maybe, I guess. Angels? Clearly not. Braves, if you got them, yeah, there's something there. But I just, I, it's crazy. It's just crazy money to me. Uh, as far as the Cardinals go, I would imagine the team is focused on just bullpen arms to this point. Doesn't mean to trade for Cease or Glass now or Class A, B, or whoever it may be, out of the question. But they aren't in a, a desperation mode to make uh, any of these moves for as far as the rotation goes. I mean, Class A, I would love to have him. But um, they definitely need to improve the bullpen. I think that's where uh, John Mozeliak's energy is probably focused right now uh he stated today on mlb network radio that they do like their club and that he sees the lineup uh right now uh with goldie at first duh gorman donovan at second mason went at short Nato over at third but then he mentioned the outfield and again this is something that he has said out loud before that he likes new barn left tommy edmund in center and then jordan walker in right field and then he brought up as the fourth outfielder. He said Dylan Carlson would be your fourth outfielder right now and that they are listening to trades for Tyler O'Neill. Now, this is not breaking news by any means, but it certainly says to me that Tyler O'Neill's days as a Cardinal are numbered. Definitely numbered because you don't hear Mo blatantly just say that they are fielding trades on specific players. You just don't hear that. You know, usually it says, you know, yes, we've had some 
we've had some interest uh, in some of our outfielders, and uh, you know, we'll we'll continue to talk with teams and find ways to improve our our roster. You know, the normal Mo shtick. Very rarely, and I don't really off the top of my head, I don't remember him doing it. Where he was like, "Yes, we're taking trade calls on this guy, this particular guy." Like even at the trade deadline, it's not like. We are trying to trade Jordan Montgomery. This, to me, by calling out Tyler O'Neill, is just like, yeah, we're being on me around no more, which is sad because it also means I gotta get a new, I gotta, I gotta get a new dugout towel because I bought a Tyler O'Neill one the year after uh, he had that great year and got MVP numbers in 2021, and it's been downhill ever since for T.O. Just can't stay healthy. He also didn't mention mention Alec Burleson. In the uh, in the core of the outfielders, either. So, I mean, just because he didn't doesn't mean that he's trying to trade Alec Burleson. But interesting that he didn't bring him up where he was like fourth outfielder, Carlson and Burleson. No, you didn't say Burleson at all. So, um, what can they flip O'Neill and Burleson for as far as bullpen help goes? That is something that we will have to save for another episode because we are out of time today. But let me remind you that if any news breaks when it comes to the winter meetings involving the Cardinals, I will be putting up videos throughout the week and throughout the meetings, and we will will put them up there very, very quick. Little shorts are like a minute long. So if you haven't subscribed onto YouTube yet, you should do that. That way you know when something breaks. You don't have to be looking at your phone all day like, boom, it'll pop up for you. So... Do that. That is the smart thing to do. If uh, if I were to give you any advice today, make sure you like, subscribe on YouTube because uh, we'll keep you posted on everything. Obviously, Twitter X, join us there, LO underscore Cardinals and a JD Sports Radio. Anything breaks, we're reposting, we're posting, we're putting everything up there. Even if it doesn't involve the Cardinals, I'll just continuously repost, keep you guys involved in what's going on uh, around the league because you're the best fans of baseball for a reason. And I will see you next time on Locked on Cardinals. Enjoy the rest of your Monday.